With being an elective teacher, CTE always needs to find ways of promoting our programs and also showing the community what we are all about. So we need to really think about our visibility. And even though school has just started, we need to kind of plant that seed along the way as the year goes through so that people know what we're all about and the great things that we're doing. And one of those ways is through social media, whether or not you actually host things yourself or if you post things on your school or district or just hand off that content to other people. I wanted to let you know of some things that are going on at least in the Instagram world and it can kind of apply to a lot of other areas as well. On June 30th, 2021, the head of Instagram, Adam Masori, or Masseri, I'm not really sure how to say his name. He came on Instagram and actually on Twitter as well and said that, quote, we are no longer just a square photo sharing app. So what does that mean to us as educators who are trying to use these platforms to increase our visibility? Well, we don't have to get rid of photos. But there are some things that we can do to increase our video content and the other types of content that quite honestly, our students want to see. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. When the statement first came out, a lot of people were really bugged because Instagram has typically been a place where you share a lot of photos and beautiful photos. That's why people started going to Instagram. But now as other programs and platforms have come out like TikTok and Snapchat, we've been finding that people actually really enjoy consuming video. I know that I really like watching video whenever I am wanting to learn something. I'll usually search on YouTube. I'd rather do that than look for a blog. And even when I'm on Facebook or Instagram itself, I tend to gravitate towards videos. So today I want to go over three simple ways that you can use more video in your social media. And once again, you don't have to be hosting your own social media. You can always create this video content and pass it off to someone else. They can then post it on your school website or your district website. So the first simple way is to record behind the scenes in your classroom, shop, or lab. People are loving behind the scenes. They want to see what you are doing to either prep or plan for your classes. They're wanting to see your students actually working, what they're creating, what they're learning, how things run in your class. They're just fascinated by how things are looking behind the scenes. And the greatest thing is, is that these videos don't require a lot of editing because you are really just going out there with your phone or device of some sort, and you're just recording 
what is going on. So here are a couple things that you can do when you're doing that behind the scenes. So you can ask students what they're working on or what they're learning. So kind of like a simple interview, very simple questions where they don't require a whole ton of thought. You can also tell students ahead of time that you will be going around and asking that question. So they might have an answer ready to give you. You can actually have students teach what they recently learned. So you can have them give a mini demonstration of a concept that you have just taught. Maybe you taught them how to use measuring and fractions and how to figure out how to reduce a recipe and they can then in turn teach that via video. So I know I just shared one simple idea, but I do want to let you know that there is a resource out there that I've created that will help you create a week worth of social media simply without worrying too much about what you're going to post and actually help you plan it. You'll get that at kristenmasick.com forward slash simple. And I'll include it in the show notes as well as a really quick link so that you can get your hands on that to really be able to utilize these simple steps. Okay, so now we're on to step two. Here is another trick. Use the same video in multiple places. So one thing that I've started liking to do a lot is to record video using the stories on my Instagram because there are some key features that you can use there and then you can download it before you even post it as a story. So one thing that I'm really liking right now is subtitles because I know that when I watch videos, I usually just read the subtitles and I don't listen to the audio. So having that feature not only helps out with your students who are hard of hearing and for like ADA purposes, but also for those students who just are not listening to the sound, but would rather read and read quickly using those subtitles and then downloading that video. Now what you can do too with that is that you can download that video to your phone and then when you want to upload it, you can put it in stories or you can also put it in a post. So you could post it to different places. Now that could seem like extra work because really what you could do as well is you could just post it into your feed and then share on your story. So it will work either way, but using that video to different places will save you a lot of time. So along that line is if you are recording video, you may want to consider doing it landscape. And the reason that you might want to do it landscape instead of kind of the portrait or the way that the phone usually goes is that then you can actually crop that and use it for a YouTube video. So it kind of depends on what kind of media your school is going to be posting to, but you could consider having your phone that other direction, but also think about if you are going to do that, now if you were to take that same video and still keep it that same orientation, but then crop it so that it would fit on your phone, if you are cropping what's on the left and on the right, is there still enough that going on in the middle that you can tell what's going on and you're not like cropping out a whole bunch of things? So 
That's the second simple tip is to use video in multiple different places so that you don't have to create multiple different videos. The third and final tip is going to be to use reels or some sort of short commercial style of video. Now, I will admit this isn't always as simple because there are some times where I've gotten really frustrated with reels because it has been taking quite a while and I feel like I get things done and then it deletes. But there are really simple ways that you can use reels. So you could create a frequently asked questions video or several videos, one for each frequently asked question. And right now, what people are really liking to watch is something that's maybe 17 seconds long. So it doesn't have to be really long, even though on some accounts, they've actually let it go to 60 seconds. Still, people are watching the shorter videos. So this does not mean that you have to dance. This does not mean you have to use any trending sounds. What you can do is you literally could get on there and give your frequently asked question your answer to that. Now, it does help if you vary up your camera angle. And so what I've done a couple of different times is that I've kind of broken up what I'm going to say into three different parts. And then I record from three different angles, whether I'm starting to walk on the first angle. And so you can actually see some movement in the background. And then I'm sitting in another place. And so it does have this variety. And by switching the camera angles, it makes it so that people are more engaged in watching it. Now I will warn you with reels, what takes the most time is to put the text on your reel. And I know some other people, they do use outside apps to add all of that text. And that's something you might want to consider as well. But that, in my opinion, that is is what has taken the most time for all of my reels thus far. And quite honestly, if I use a trending sound or I'm trying to do like a lip dub, that takes way longer than actually just doing a reel that teaches. Some other things that you could do for a reel is you could demonstrate a concept for your class or show a procedure. You could also have the video recording your hand writing something. So if you are explaining how to do a certain formula or how to figure something out that way, you could start with your face explaining what you're going to do and then have a shot over your shoulder of you writing things out. So you can get creative. I've also seen some fun ones where they've used post-it notes and so there's some, it's got some music in the background and they've really written out everything beforehand and then the whole time they're just taking one sticky note off at a time to go to the music and it is teaching some sort of concept or possibly answering a question. So as a review, the three simple things that you can do to use more video is to first record behind the scenes of your classroom lab or shop. The second one is to use the same video, but in multiple places. And then the third one is to use reels or some sort of short commercial to teach or explain. Now I'm going to throw in a bonus because This has been fun, and if you really want to get into it, it is a way that you can engage. 
one way to show video is not necessarily like actually like making the video like reels, but kind of having that animated GIF or GIF, however you want to say it, on your post actually makes it a video because it's an MP4 at that point and not just the PNG or JPEG image. So one video that I had done in my reels was talking about how to use unscreen.com to make an animated GIF of yourself. And if you have an iPhone, you can actually copy that sticker and then put it into your stories, which is really fun. But the other thing you can do is you can have that um, outline of you doing something, whether you're clapping for your students or I've got a video of my husband putting his welding helmet down. And you can put that on an image and make it a video and just that little bit of movement attracts people to stay and read. So if you have, once again, some sort of stats or quote or something else that has to do with your program, having that little bit of movement and not only that, but you've made it special because you have you in there or your students or something that's relating to your content area will really get people excited. So how you do that is you use unscreen.com and I do have a reel in my Instagram at Kristen Masick that explains how to actually remove that background and then and how I get that then image onto a post or um, text is by using Canva Pro. And Canva Pro will let you do a whole bunch of things. And the great thing about it is there is an education version for us educators that will allow you to get Canva Pro for free. So those are, that's my bonus, is to create some sort of animated GIF that gets kids excited to see you that you could use as an overlay to go over something that is probably going to be a static image or text. If you've enjoyed this episode today, I encourage you to share it with your other teacher friends, specifically your CTE teacher friends, or those who might need help promoting the their program and increasing their visibility. And also give me a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, because that helps me be able to be found by more teachers. Make sure that you also if you haven't connected with me already, I am on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most, at Kristen Masick. And I will talk to you next week. 